Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. Multi-award winning singer-actress Mandy Gonzalez has a long list of credits. She has a key role in Hamilton on Broadway and several other great White Way credits, including Wicked and In the Heights. She's appeared in several films and is a regular on the TV show Madam Secretary. She does concerts all over the country, and as you just heard in our previous interview, she'll be appearing here April 16th for a benefit performance to help December magazine. I spoke to her recently by phone and asked about her involvement with December and St. Louis. Well, um, St. Louis has been a part of my life forever because uh, my grandmother grew up there, and I used to hear stories about St. Louis in the summers, and she would sleep um, when it got too hot. The whole neighborhood would sleep in the park to cool down. So I always had a fascination with St. Louis because of the memories that were kind of etched into my brain. But um, I became involved with December Magazine and Gianna when my husband did a show at uh, Phillips Line Gallery. Mm-hmm. And Gianna went to that show and she and my husband had a conversation and she told him about the magazine. My husband came back to New Jersey, where we live now, and told me about December Magazine and how it supports writers, young writers, writers of all ages, and um, puts out this beautiful publication. And Gianna sent us a few of those publications, and she asked me if I would be willing to come and perform for a benefit for December Magazine. And I said, absolutely. So my husband and I, he won't be singing. (laughs) But we will be coming out um, in April to uh, to do this benefit performance, which I'm so excited about. One of the great things about the magazine is the fact that it actually pays artists uh, for their work. Oftentimes that is not the case. Exactly, exactly. And being an artist and living with an artist, to be paid for your work is um, a necessity for survival and to continue doing what you do. Um, I believe in... Uh, you know, so many people sometimes they say, oh, will you come do this or will you come do that? And they think because you're an artist, you have talent that you should do it for free. And that's a, a very thin line, I think, for an artist because you have to say, well, my work is is worthy of making a living doing it. So I applaud December Magazine for for seeing that with writers and for giving them that opportunity. Maddie, I'm confused about one thing. You you say sure. that your your grandparents came from Poland, is that correct? Yes. And uh-huh. where did the Gonzales come from? <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> so I am a Jewish Mexican-American. My mother's side, my grandparents um, came from Poland and Romania, and my father's side is from Mexico, and my parents met as pen pals uh, while my father was stationed in the Vietnam War. My father was drafted when he was 19 years old, and my mother was 17, and she wanted to join the Peace Corps. And her parents uh, said no. (laughs) So she did the next best thing that she could to help, and she wrote letters to soldiers in Vietnam that maybe didn't have anybody writing to them. And my father was one of those people. My father grew up as a migrant worker um, all throughout the United States. He settled in uh, Northern California. They settled on a farm in Northern California when my grandfather got a contract. And so his family worked. They worked. They didn't have time to write letters. Uh, When you're working on the land, you get up early. You get up early. You come home late. My father went to school, but he also would be up every morning uh, picking the crop. 
and then he would come home, he'd do his homework, and then he'd go to bed and start all over. So he didn't have anybody to write to. So when my mom sent those letters, it was like a a little bit of a window opened for him of hope. And they corresponded throughout the year in Vietnam. And when my father came back, he went home to his small town uh, in Northern California, and he realized it wasn't where he wanted to be. And so he drove to Southern California, where my mom is from, and he showed up on her doorstep. And I just released my first debut album uh, last October called Fearless. And the song that was written, the title song, was written by Lin-Manuel Miranda for me. And uh, it tells the story of my parents and their love and their fearlessness in uh, staying together. And they've been together now 45 years. Oh, good for them. Uh, I want to talk about Fearless in just a moment, but your multi-ethnic background makes you perfect for the cast of Hamilton. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. You know, I played uh, Nino Rosario in uh, Lin-Manuel's first Broadway show called In the Heights. I originated that role. And so coming back to Hamilton at the Richard Rogers Theater, where I also did In the Heights, was really like a a homecoming of of many sorts, um, because I'm in my same dressing room that I was in 10 years ago. Um, I'm just a little bit different. I have been in other shows after In the Heights. I became a mother. Uh, I'm now a mother to a six-year-old. And I've, I've grown up. So I think that it's perfect timing to play the role of Angelica Schuyler in Hamilton, because um, I know what it's like to want to, to be self selfless and selfish and I know what it's like to uh, to be the one to look after your family. I, I know what that is now. So it couldn't have been perfect timing when I got the call from Tommy Kidd. You know, one of the most remarkable things about Hamilton that I see, and many people see, mm-hmm. is the diversity of the cast. And you yes. have black actors playing roles of, of, of white historical figures. Is this, mm-hmm. is this changing Broadway, do you think? Is theater going to change in that direction in the future? I hope so. I think that it's definitely um, purposeful that it is a multi-ethnic cast, but I think it shows people that are coming to see it. A lot of times, young people, it shows themselves on stage. It makes um, these characters of our forefathers more human. Aside from just a, a painting that you see in a museum, these people had real hopes and dreams and flaws. And... I know for myself, I've been called in for parts that I would never have been called in for because my last name is Gonzalez, but parts that I'm overqualified for. But because of Hamilton, I now get the call to come in to the room and be given the same chance that every other actor has been given since before I started in this business. So I think Hamilton has definitely opened doors, and it's now up to us as actors, to continue to hold those doors open for the generation that's coming behind us. You know, I saw a video the other day of of you, and I I think it might have been Times Square. It was hard to tell. You were introduced uh, by Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, to sing sing Fearless. But the the thing that caught my ear was, before you started singing, you said, this is for the dreamers. Yes. Yeah. That's something, obviously, you feel close to and supportive of. Definitely, uh, because I wouldn't be where I am without uh, dreamers, without my abuelita and my abuelito who came to this country um, on work visas. And uh, there was a time when you could come in through Mexico and work and have to go back 
um, but they came to this country. They worked hard. They became citizens. They raised a family here. They worked in the fields, and then after they worked in the fields, they worked for disabled adults. They worked in a home for disabled adults, taking care of them, about 20 to 30 adults. And my abuelita just passed away this past uh, this past year. My grandfather's now um, in a nursing home, but I don't forget where I come from. Um, the people that went to St. Louis, uh, my great-grandmother came to this country um, with nothing, trying to escape uh, the war in Europe. And she, in my opinion, was also a dreamer that came here to for a better life. And so I think we can't forget where we come from, and we can't forget the people that are now striving to be here and that are doing good things and making this country what it is and what it should be. And so um, for me, fearless, when I say walls come down, that means a lot of things for me um, as a Mexican-American, as a woman, as a young um, a young mother. I-, I think it means a lot of things. So uh, I was very proud to say this is for the dreamers. But, you know, a significant portion of the country seems to have forgotten that, uh, you know, we were founded founded by, by dreamers. Uh, exactly. W- w- what do you make of that? I mean, why do you think it is that so many people are so supportive of just disbanding the whole DACA program? I think people are afraid. I, I think uh, fear can cause a lot of different things to uh, come to the forefront. And I think they're afraid of their, people are afraid of their uh, neighbors. They're afraid um, to trust. And I think um, for me, what I could do by fighting that fear, not that we'll ever not be afraid, but I think you can always fear a little bit less, was I created a social movement called the Fearless Squad for people of all ages, um, and I started this movement last year, and I put it out on social media because I got tired of all the negativity and all the back and forth, and I knew that there were other people out there like me who just wanted to stand together and create another community. And so I, I put out a hashtag, and I called it the Fearless Squad, and now I have Fearless Squad members all over the world. And uh, we have since become a movement where we take it into our own communities and bring positivity and bring real change. Because I think, you know, one person can cause a little, a little wave, but a community can cause a real change. And so instead of asking the questions of why, I wanted to ask myself the questions of what can I do? What can I do to learn? What can I do to have my voice be heard? And I think in some ways playing the role of Angelica Schuyler inspired me to do that because women weren't talked about in my history books. I don't know about yours, but it was never, uh, it was always talked about the forefathers that created this country. But what about the women? What about the women that were doing all the other things? And so I think that Angelica is a role model in so many ways for me and fearless in her own way because she wrote letters. She wrote letters to powerful men and had real influence on them. And she wanted her voice to be heard. She had a family. She was a mother. She was a wife. But she also had a vision. And so I feel like there's so many people now that also have a vision. And with the platform of social media, I think that you can start making your vision a reality. 
to answer your question, I think that there's a lot of fear in our country right now. So I wanted to try to help people fear a little bit less. You know, some of the founding mothers were on to this. I think it was Abigail Adams who, when the Constitution was being written, said to her husband, don't forget the women. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I say when I say we, our door's been open in so many different ways, but it's up to us to keep it open and to not judge people for their differences, but to try to, to learn from one another. We have to say goodbye. Time is, uh, is know, running out, I'm afraid. One quick question. How can people yes. listening to this become involved in your Fearless campaign? My Fearless Squad, all you have to do is hashtag Fearless Squad on any uh, social media platform, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, or Instagram, and you post a picture of you with your Fearless Squad, which could be your friends, your family, your pets, or just yourself. Some people say, well, I don't have one. And I say, if you don't have one, that's why you'll be part of mine. And then you just have to follow the squad rules. And the squad rules is, um, I use a slogan called, I held your hand in mine, and together we changed the world. And I use the word held because we help each other when we fall, we embrace our differences, we look for the good, and we dream big. And that, in turn, you are part of the Fearless Squad. So, Don, I hope I can welcome you to the Fearless Squad. You welcome me and my entire family, Mandy Gonzalez. That sounds wonderful. Singer-actress Mandy Gonzalez here April 16th for a benefit performance at the Sheldon for December magazine. She also has that new album out. It's titled Fearless. Here's the title song. We begin fearless. We crawl, we walk, we run until we fall. Begin again, begin again. We climb until the world puts up a wall. We learn to flinch, we don't remember when We feel the pinch of don't do that again Endlessness of don't do that again Don't do that again They put us in boxes Affix us with a label on the side They win again, they win again We dim the lights, we shut the door and hide But as we grow and make this place our own you in and I am less alone. I am less alone. I am less alone. I am less alone. You remind me of something I've always known. When I see you, I'm fearless. When I'm around you, I'm fearless. When I Archive versions of past St. Louis on the Air programs are available for download or podcast at stlpublicradio.org slash stlonair. 
St. Louis on the Air is produced by Alex Hoyer, Evie Hemphill, and Lara Hamden with production assistance from Aaron Dorr and Spencer Reed. The executive producer is Mary Edwards. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Don Marsh.